0: Rod Davies. Good morning, Mr. Mayor.
1: Good morning, Vanessa.
0: Also with us, Ken Helms, Communications Director. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. And with them this morning, they brought from Woodard and Curran, uh, Greg Frieden. Welcome to the show, Greg.
2: Thank you,
3: and good morning.
0: We'll get a chance to talk with Greg here in just a moment. Who would like to start this morning?
2: Uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Uh, we did have uh, two presentations that were awarded to uh, some of our firefighters uh, last night. Uh, first one went to uh, Captain Craig Kozad, uh, he was actually off duty and witnessed a, um, auto accident, uh, north of town. Uh, so he was the first one there and was able to, uh, start providing some treatment and relay information to, uh, our dispatch center, uh, while they were paging out the, uh, jurisdiction, uh, that handled that. So, um, his actions there really helped speed things up and, uh, help provide some patient care there. Uh, so, uh, fire department did present him with an award, uh, he was off duty for uh, uh, kind of going above and beyond on that.
0: Good for him. You guys want to hear a quick funny story about uh, uh, goofy experience with the fire department? Uh, came out because they smelled smoke behind the Robbins's building. Mm. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm-hmm. That door was on fire, and uh, there's nothing behind the door but brick. Well, it turned out a bird. We watched the video cameras. A bird picked up a lit cigarette, put it in its nest that was above that door, and that's how it got caught on fire.
2: Wow that's
1: kind of amazing there yes. you
2: go
0: yeah we should have put that we should have made that go viral mm-hmm. yep but anyway thanks to our fire department for quick for quick help there
2: and then we did have a second award that was presented to uh, firefighter tyler osborne um tyler had went through uh, quite a bit of different rope training uh that was hosted by um ifsi uh, the illinois uh, fire college Uh, Learned a lot of the different technical aspects of rope rescue, uh, low angle stuff, a bunch of different things. And then when he came back, uh, he talked to uh, our uh, fire chief uh, along with an assistant chief, Moorefield, and kind of looked to see what they could do about starting up a specialized uh, program specifically to teach other firefighters that and to be able to do response during technical rescue. Uh, as they started going for that, uh, he was able to secure uh, quite a bit of funding through grants and other uh, revenue sources to start getting the uh, the program up and running. So, he was also presented with a uh, accommodation for um, helping set that program up. Good for him. Good thinking. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we, um, we also um, had a, a citizen recognition uh, kind of a presentation last night to – Carla Wallace. Uh, as you know, Carla has done her back to school program for kids down at South Park uh, in uh, the summer. And uh, she'd done that for, I think this will be her ninth year. And so um, we we also wanted to recognize Carla for, for that uh, effort uh, for our community members and also uh, recognize the members from the police and fire departments for their support of her program because they're always there to offer supplies and there with the apparatus and support and you know do some presentations for the kids so it's a good program and um, it, I know Carla's gonna have another one this year and is working on some funding to help her out so
0: but 152 kids uh, she served last year alone so what a great recognition and award for her to uh to be able to be recognized for that
1: yep yep and so we uh, hope the community can support her for her program again this year
0: sounds good yeah
2: and then after that we had the uh director's reports uh, first up was fire department they actually had a pretty busy month last month they went over um the monthly training which was actually uh, ropes and knots um, some technical rescue kind of stuff there uh, so they went through all that uh, in group training and then firefighter manjiri who is the newest hire uh, completed his basic operations at uh, the fire service institute that's down in Champaign. And then he also went ahead to uh, what they call vmo training which is uh, vehicle machinery operations um, and there's a little bit of hazmat That's in there too. Uh, It covers uh, what uh, is normally called extrication. Uh, So that would be if you were in um, an auto accident and the doors had to be removed, uh, top had to be removed, you know, the kind of technical uh, things that would be required to save somebody from uh, an accident like that. And then they also did tours at uh, Big River Resources and FS facilities. Uh, They've got a you know, different storage stuff that uh, would be uh, taken into consideration um, if there was an incident on the grounds, uh, plus it gets them familiar with the building and the facilities, uh, so they're a little bit uh, better adequately respond to respond mm-hmm. to it. Uh, and they also met with uh, Central Intermediate School to do a fire drill there, and Lincoln School as well. And uh, Chief Rex wrote and Assistant Chief Spears met with the Monmouth-Roseville Forensics students to discuss uh, fire operations, how they investigate, um, if there might be a suspicious fire, um, that kind of thing as well.
0: Cool. Way to be a part of the community. Fire drills. Gotta do them, don't we?
2: It is. Um, Yeah, they actually have um, state laws that require that as well. And uh, yeah, it's just a good way to uh, get all the kids, you know, prepped for that kind of stuff if they do. Um, Schools are have become so uh safe when it comes to uh fire safety and because they've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. and they're actually built with fire safety in mind along with uh you know severe storm uh stuff in mind uh, but Good. that stuff comes in handy when they come into the workplace um where that might not have been always prioritized that kind of thing okay and then uh they did have a little bit of mechanical issues there at the station on a uh, uh, Furnace, a couple different things like that, and they got all that fixed. Uh, it was all done under warranty.
0: Did anybody notice the different sound the fire truck makes? Our new fire truck makes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
2: different. That actually has what they call Q siren on it. Okay, that's, that spins up. Um, that's basically anybody in the fire service really likes uh, Q sirens. They're kind of. Uh, uh, an older type of siren that's um, what i was thinking ca- kind of a more classic style uh-huh. uh, they have that long wind to them yes. and a the long wind down um, yeah they're, they're pretty neat
0: they had a lot of calls yesterday
2: they did they did they've been pretty busy uh it's all been uh medical calls but
0: glad we have them to help mm-hmm.
2: then after that we had the police department uh april report as well uh, they had a new dispatcher trainee that started, uh, training, and PSO Robin Avery has returned to work as she previously suffered an in injury and took a little bit of time to recover on that. Uh, also recognized all the dispatchers during National Telecommunicators Week. That was, uh, April 10th through the 16th, and, uh, there was several squad cars that were taken to the Ford dealership in Galesburg for a recall repair, and that was all done, uh, free of charge. Okay. That's about it.
0: All right. Time now to check in with uh, Greg Frieden with Woodard and Kern. Greg, real quick, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy.
2: Uh,
3: I am a native of Monmouth, Illinois. I am also an area manager for Woodard and Kern, so I oversee multiple operations throughout Illinois and Missouri. And I'm here uh, filling in for Andy Jackson for a while, and uh, so I... Got the pleasure to be here with you today.
0: Okay. Tell us the projects that you're working on. We know uh, from our our big discussion a couple weeks ago, there's multiple road projects in the works.
3: So we have many infrastructure projects going on. So last night, our uh, consulting engineer, Jen Anders, came up and gave the city an update on these projects. So we have a water main project going on at, at 6th and Euclid. Um, right now, that is, we're waiting on some survey data to come back so we can continue with the design on that and are working through that project, which will, again, replace uh, the water lines uh, in that area. We also uh, have a project to do uh, water main work at West Harlem. That one we're ra- waiting right now to get some uh, information on grants. Once we receive that, uh, we'll proceed with the design on that project. So we're hoping that happens by summertime. Uh, We also have some SCADA work uh, for the water and wastewater plants that will tie those two systems together uh, to one SCADA system that will help Kenny and his group as well as our group to uh, function uh, together. Um, Hopefully that will be completed by the end of the year with all that full integration uh, that's in process now, just working through that. Um, we also have the downtown sewer project which we are waiting for usda to uh, let us know that we can apply for grant funding through them Um, well for funding which hopefully part of that will become a grant Um, and so that's what we're waiting on on that project and then we also have the uh, downtown parking lot design uh, behind maple city dairy site which uh, that one we hope to have final design out here in the next couple weeks and that will go out to bid Um, so that will hopefully keep that moving forward Um, we also have a a parking lot retention basin design by monmouth high school roseville which is a green infrastructure project Um, that is actually uh, out to bid right now we have a pre-bid conference today and a bid opening on may 24th and that will proceed with that which we hope to have uh, designed and built, and everything done before school starts. So they'll push on that project to get that through. Um, the North Plant upgrades um, for the North Plant waste for the North Wastewater Plant that is coming to an end. We've still got a few small things we're waiting on a generator install, which has been delayed on just getting the equipment. So we hope to have that done by August if the equipment comes in at the timetable that they're telling us now. Uh, We also have a uh, disinfection system addition and construction, which is part of the city's new uh, MPDS permit. Um, In the past, the city has had an exemption from having to disinfect the wastewater going to the creek, Um, but with this new uh, permit, they've required that, so um, we are working through the design on that, and that we hope to have done in fiscal year 23, so working through that. We have a phosphorus optimization plan which we're finalizing. Um, should have that wrapped up early this year. And uh, now that's a, again an NPDES requirement.
0: What where's the phosphorus operation? What is that one?
3: So what we're what we're trying to do there is identify and areas in town where there may be phosphorus being discharged into the sewer from an industry or a business and the idea is can we take it out before it gets to the treatment plant which then may either end up in our sludge or in the effluent to the creek so the idea is to try to figure out how we can get it out before before it impact the local stream that we discharge to so
1: the phosphorus is a nutrient and they're trying to re- remove as many nutrients from the uh, streams as possible still to, to slow the growth of algae and other types of uh, plant life there.
3: Correct. And then the the other two things we talked about was, and also in our MPDS permit, there's a requirement to do a CMOM program, which is a uh, collection system maintenance and operations program. Uh, and, and that is just to make sure basically you put a plan together of how you're going to maintain those systems Clean those systems and do those things and that's also something new to the permit So the city has to develop a plan. So water and current is going to help the city develop that also And then the other thing we talked about um, is the need to uh, Look at the water main replacement downtown around the square uh, when the downtown revitalization happens, we want to make sure all the infrastructure under the system is uh, is fixed before we go doing repairs to everything else so we don't later dig up all the good work we've done to beautify the downtown and then have patches and concrete patches and everything all over the downtown again. So uh, we want to make sure we get that going also. And then after that, uh, we also uh, requested the city uh, approve two agreements, one for the GIGO project, which is the green infrastructure project at the high school for the parking lot, and that was approved last night, as well as uh, the CMOM program uh, agreement for us to start getting that completed and, and done and submitted to the EPA. And that is all that we had.
0: It's a lot. It was a lot. It's a lot because we have to do it before these road projects that they have prefaced um, can begin. And uh, you know, we, did the striping paint come in? Um,
1: not yet. Not yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> defer to Greg on that. <laughs> we,
3: it, we hope it's here before the end of the month. That is what they're telling us. Okay. So we, it has not arrived, but we hope it shows. They're telling us before the end of May.
0: So. Yeah. Well, it'll be great when it does come in because uh, it's uh, it was part of the shortage, the supply chain issue that it was is. it a year. That uh, you guys are waiting on yes.
3: it? Yeah, it's been yes. a little over a year.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for the updates. I appreciate you coming you're in.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having us.
0: And anything else, uh, Mayor Davies or Ken, that you have going on?
1: No, we had one other item when that was the uh, a special use that was uh, granted for a dog grooming business uh, in the 700 block of North 5th Street. So uh, that came to council with the... Uh, 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 committee's uh, recommendation and uh, so the the council did approve that. Uh, I guess we did have one other thing and that was uh, approval of the uh, going out for a um, uh, the uh, cemetery mapping uh, contract. We have we're working with uh, Ramaker and associates and we're going to Uh, try to digitize and get all the uh, cemetery mapping done i think ken's done some work on that too
2: yeah um so with our with our cemetery maps uh, a lot of it is very old um it's actually so old we have to be real careful when we touch uh some of the maps uh that kind of thing because um, they've gotten dry and brittle and one of the things with cemeteries uh that people really like is genealogy research Uh, they like being able to uh, see all that different stuff and our cemetery has been in need of uh, basically having some kind of a digital platform to where we can put all this data in uh, to help ensure that uh, longevity everything's there so we started looking uh, about a month ago or so at different uh product offerings that these commercial companies have and we ended up settling on uh, Raymaker and Associates uh, they have done some state bids uh, designed quite a bit of software for state of Illinois and a couple other different ones. What it is is after we get the whole project completed, which is going to take a while because of the data entry portion of it, we still have to take all those old records and we have to put them into the, the new system and that's all done manually uh, so there's a little bit of a um a time expectation they're putting it in but the end result is going to be that uh people are going to be able to log on uh see what the uh cemetery layout's like if they have a site that maybe they'd like to purchase um they're going to be able to uh, do a little bit of that as well um be able to do research on um you know uh where people are located uh all that data is going to be fully open and transparent and then it's also going to be a lot more efficient for staff uh just because right now uh the way that the uh, cemetery records are looked up um that new burials are issued things like that um it's very time intensive because it requires human interpretation at every step of the way and cross-checking just because of the older methods that have been used to maintain records all these years
0: okay well thank you for the updates Mm -hmm. yeah all right gentlemen we'll see you in a couple weeks
2: thank you appreciate Uh,
0: it that is mayor davies mayor rod davies with us Communications Director Ken Helms, also with us, and Woodard and Curran Greg Frieden with us this morning. He is an area manager filling in for Andy Jackson at the moment. It is 8.51. Good morning.